the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley explains why we should invite God to remove anything from our lives that prevents us from pleasing Him. I believe that the blessing of God is waiting to be on any young life, any middle-aged life, or any old life. God wants to do something for you that you cannot possibly imagine. The blessings of God are for those that purpose in their heart to serve God. God wants to do something for your life, however old you are, however young you are. He wants to warm your heart with hope and faith and courage and blessings when we determine in our hearts to serve God. What does it mean to live in a way that's pleasing to God? Uh, Do we really have to give up uh, anything that we enjoy? Uh, What's really more important? Seeking our own pleasures or getting rid of anything that blocks us from honoring a holy God? Well, Daniel and his three friends in the Old Testament drew the line and and refused the pagan royal diet of the Babylonian king who held them captive. Daniel resolved not to eat it. Well, today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley is talking about this example of Daniel uh, for standing our ground against anything that goes against us, uh, our culture. This is part three today of Pastor Mark's message, Prophetic Symbols Revealed. And it's just ahead on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. And today, Mark is presenting his third and final installment in the message, Prophetic Symbols Revealed, about the example of the prophet Daniel and his determination to honor the one true God. Mark asks a very important question, one that we too should answer. Is the goal of your life to please God? And if not, how can that be changed? Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. Now, the pressure to conform to Daniel was incredibly enormous. And we come to the key verse in Daniel chapter 1, and we find it there in Daniel 1 verse 8. Let's read it together. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies nor the wine which he drank. I'm interested in this expression, Daniel purposed in his heart. In other words, Daniel decided. He made a decision deep within the citadel of his being. He made a decision deep inside that he was going to serve God. Every single one of us are faced from time to time with that decision. You have to purpose in your heart of what you're going to do. Every single one of us, every single day, are confronted with decisions in life, and it's the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny, that shape our minds, that shape our hearts. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. In the Bible... The heart is another word for the mind. Another word for purpose is Daniel decided. He made a decision in the deepest recesses of his heart. You know, Proverbs 4, verse 23, read it with me, please. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. In other words, keep your mind. Keep your mind, for out of it spring the issues of life. That's why Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart or mind, so what? Is he? 
as he thinks in his mind. How do we change our thought processes? We change our thought processes by putting in our mind that which is righteous and just and holy. We, th- we change our thought processes by filling our mind with the positive things in Scripture and the positive things in the Word of God. And there in Daniel chapter 1, the great lesson is Daniel purposes in his heart to serve God. He purposes in his heart that he's not going to defile himself. Have you personally in your own life made a decision, a very fundamental decision, that the goal of your life is to please God? And then anything not in harmony with the will of God, you consciously choose not to do. That if you are personally convicted that this is not in harmony with God's will, you said, God, I'm not going to go down that pathway. The lesson of Daniel chapter 1 is that success in life, the blessings of God come for those that make a decision in life to please Him. Now, why wouldn't Daniel eat the food? Daniel purposed in his heart not to eat the food. Why didn't he just go eat it? For three reasons. One, the meat had been offered to idols. Daniel eats that meat. He is worshipping the idols that are there in Nebuchadnezzar's judgment hall. So he's not going to eat meat offered to idols. That's one. Secondly, it was unclean meat. Based on Leviticus chapter 11, Deuteronomy chapter 14, based on his heritage, his understanding of health, Daniel's not going to eat... The Babylonians very often would offer pork, and Daniel, from his Jewish background, would not even think about that, so it was unclean meat. And thirdly, he knew that it was improperly slaughtered, that uh, they didn't care about draining the blood, which was part of the health principles there in the ancient time of Daniel, and which apply, of course, all down through the centuries. So Daniel makes an appeal, and he makes an appeal that he could eat a plant-based diet. Now, it's very interesting when you look at the appeal that Daniel made. See, Daniel wanted to have his brain as sharp as possible. I've been looking at studies recently in the area of Alzheimer's disease particularly, and there's some amazing new studies that are out on Alzheimer's. Here's what we know. We know today that the diet you eat not only affects your physical health and reduces coronary heart disease, but it helps to build brain cells. And we also know from the research that's being done, cutting-edge new research, that a plant-based diet helps to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. A plant-based diet, the higher your diet is in fat, the higher your diet is in sugar, the more likely you'll have dementia or the more likely you'll have Alzheimer's. Now, I'm not suggesting to you if you eat three cabbage leaves and four spinach leaves and five asparagus that you'll never get dementia or you'll never get Alzheimer's. That's not the point at all. What we want to do in life is reduce the risk. That's the word, reduce the risk. We want to think as sharply and as clearly as we can for as long as possible. One of the reasons that Daniel would not eat that food is this. He knew that the rich diet of sugar and fat would keep him from being as sharp as he could in the classroom. From time to time, I'm invited to Northern Virginia Community College to lecture. And I lecture to students. I teach a seminar on how to get the best grades possible, how to have your sharpest mind possible. One of the things I teach our students is that if you're going to have a high-fat diet, and you're going to have a high-sugar diet, and if you're going to have a high-alcohol diet, we have studied 150 universities in America 
And we can predict, based on the number of drinks that a student takes, what their grades are going to be. We know that. We know that. The, the pioneer researcher in this was Dr. Melvin Nisley. This is why Daniel, see, Daniel did, chose a plant-based diet, one, and Daniel wouldn't take the wine, number two. Why not? Dr. Melvin Nisley, now, Daniel didn't know about Melvin Nisley's studies back, uh, you know, 2,500 years ago, but God impressed him. Dr. Melvin Nisley developed an electronic microscope. He was at the University of South Carolina that he could look at the agglutination of the blood vessels carrying blood to the brain. And so, you know, your, your white blood cells are your immunity blood cells. Your red blood cells are the oxygen-carrying cells to the brain. So Nisley, Dr. Nisley wanted to study the oxygen-carrying cells. So this is what he did. He, he began to know that the higher consumptions of alcohol made the red blood cells clump together and have less oxygen. He believed that he could predict how much drinking a student was doing. So this is what he did. He got students to volunteer to drink a certain amount of alcohol. So one student came in, and he would drink two cans of beer. Another student would drink four cans of beer. Another student would drink eight cans of beer over a period of time. Dr. Nisley then had those students brought to his class the next morning. He had no idea how much they drank. He put them on a table, and I've seen film of this. It's amazing stuff. He looked into their eyes with his electronic microscope, and he said, okay, you drank six, you drank two. Based on the oxygen deprivation to the brain and based on the agglutination or the sticking together of the red blood cells going to the brain. See, so Daniel knew that if he would eat that meat that was offered to idols, he'd be committing idolatry. He didn't want to do that. He knew it was in clean, improperly slaughtered. He didn't want to do that. And he knew as well that um, the plant-based diet would increase his thinking processes if he could eat a more simple diet. He also knew that the wine would keep him from being the very sharpest. So the Bible says, thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies in the wine which they drank and gave them vegetables. Now, that word for vegetables is an interesting word. I need to teach you a Hebrew word. You ready to say a Hebrew word? All right. The word is zorim. Can you say it with me? Zorim. Z-O-R hyphen, not hyphen, but kind of a little dash I-M. Zorim. Now, zorim means this. It means vegetables, but the word also means grains. It means cereals. It means fruits. It means dates. It has to do with the plant kingdom. It is a similar word to used in Genesis 1, verse 29, where the Bible says God gave them, uh, you know, fruits, nuts, grains, vegetables to eat. So, Daniel says, no, I want to I eat this vegetable diet. It's interesting, it says the steward took away. Took away. You only can move forward when that which is negative is taken away. You only receive the full blessing of God when something that you've been doing in your life, you say, God, take it away. Okay, so Daniel, what's the Bible say? As for these four men. We've got to look at it in the scripture. Daniel 1, verse 17. Let's go back to the Bible. We're going to look at verse 14 as well. Daniel 1, verse 14. So he consents them and he tests them 10 days. God gave them. Now notice, this is interesting. When we in our lives do what we can do, God does what we can't. You with me? We do what we can do and God does what we can't. When you make a decision to serve God, it's amazing what happens. Look, as for these four men, God gave them skill, knowledge, and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and in all dreams. 
Pastor Mark Findlay with the truth that we can only move forward when that which is negative is removed and taken out of the way. It's about making a choice. This is Hope Lives 365. In a few moments, Pastor Mark will conclude this inspiring message about the prophetic symbols revealed. First, we welcome your support for this ministry as we continue to bring you these messages. And for a significant gift right now, we have a special way of saying thank you for your contribution. It's the red letter edition of the King James Version World Heritage Reference Bible, a beautiful black bonded leather cover. It includes 106 pages of study helps from our teacher, Pastor Mark Finley. Uh, center column uh, references for all the scriptures, and then there's color maps and 123 pages of Bible concordance. This would make a wonderful gift, and it's now available to you in return for your generous support of $50 or more. Just request your copy of the KJV World Heritage Reference Bible with many extras. Get in touch today online at hopelives365.com. You can give there online. Or you can make your donation and request the Bible by calling 855-888-HOPE. That's toll-free, 855-888-HOPE. Of course, uh, we hope you'll listen to this message in its entirety. If you're unable to join us each broadcast, it is available in its unedited format right online at hopelives365.com. And for a nominal fee, you can download the audio copy for yourself or to share with someone. Look for the title, Prophetic Symbols Revealed, online at hopelives365.com. Look in the radio archives. In a moment, Pastor Mark talks about the conviction of the Holy Spirit that prompts us to not compromise our conscience, thereby allowing us to receive God's blessings. God wants to do something for you that you cannot possibly imagine. The blessings of God are for those that purpose in their heart to serve God. He wants to warm your heart with hope and faith and courage and blessings when we determine in our hearts to serve God. Stay with us for more Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. A little later, I want to share information about a small book from Pastor Mark that has some encouraging words about anchoring your hope in God. It's titled Certainty in an Uncertain World. I'll tell you more about that just a little later. We know you want to have it. Right now, though, Pastor Mark is concluding his message called Prophetic Symbols Revealed, sharing a moving story with an important lesson that what seems impossible to us is no obstacle for our good and gracious God. Here's Pastor Mark Findlay. Every good impulse that we have is prompted by the Holy Spirit. Whether a person is a Christian or not, every desire for right, every desire for kindness is prompted by the Holy Spirit. But when we yield to that inner conviction of the Spirit, I mean, I remember I was 17 years old. I was just becoming a Christian just becoming a Christian. And a friend of mine said, hey, let's go tonight and sneak into the movie theater. So this is what we did in those days. Young man would buy one ticket to go into the movie theater. And he would go into the theater, and then when he got in the front row with his ticket, he would find over here the exit door. He would crawl on his hands and knees, open the exit door, and put a stick in the exit door. We boys would come down the street crawl into that little lobby of the theater, which you could get out, 
the stick would be in the door. We'd crawl on our hands and knees. But we'd, we'd hope we could pick up a stick, a, a ticket stub. You get to the front row and the usher comes down. You snuck in. Oh, I didn't sneak in. Here's my ticket stub. What are you talking about? I didn't sneak in here. The usher said, all right, sit down. So I, I remember like it was yesterday. I was just becoming a Christian. I was on my hands and knees. Now, can you see Pastor Finley, Dr. Finley on his hands and knees sneaking into some theater? I mean, that was another life. I mean, that was another life. So I'm on my hands and knees. I'm out there. And all of a sudden, this conviction comes over me. This is wrong. I mean, you're just becoming a Christian. What in the world are you doing sneaking into this theater? Now, my first friend goes in. My second friend goes in. I'm shaking. It's like I'm before the judgment bar of God. It's like every light is shining upon me. It's like my father is saying, son, fancy to meet you here. What are you doing, you know? I mean, I'm shaking. I got up, ran around the theater, paid my ticket. Had I made a decision that day or many other days to compromise my conscience, I wouldn't be talking to you today. The further you go down in compromising your conscience, the further you fail to purpose in your heart like Daniel did to serve God, once you begin to surrender your individual integrity of who you are inside as a person, and you allow yourself to be shaped by the principles around you and the Babylonian principles around you, that's when you lose the blessing of God. You have to be true to yourself. You have to be true to yourself. And you have to be true to the God that created you. And the more you learn from his word, the more he informs you of the destiny that he has for you and the purpose he wants you to be. Now, when you make a decision to serve God, it's amazing what happens. Look, as for these four men, God gave them skill, knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and in all dreams. Unless you let God take away the hindrances, you cannot receive his blessing. So how do you receive God's blessing? First, you determine to please God. You determine that nothing in your life will allow you to be kept from pleasing God. Secondly, you allow God to take away any obstacle in your life. Anything that you see is not in harmony with his will. Third, you let God bless your life. So you want to receive God's blessings. You determine to do everything you can to please God. You allow God to take away the obstacles and you let God bless your life. The last verse in the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 1, is one of the most incredible verses in all the Bible. And I want you to look at it, and I want to meditate on it with you for a moment tonight. Here it is. Daniel chapter 1. We're going to look at verse 19, 20, and 21. King Nebuchadnezzar himself, in verse 19, interviews these four young men. Then the king interviews them, and among all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king. God blessed Daniel with incredible wisdom. He blessed these young men. I believe that the blessing of God is waiting to be on any young life, any middle-aged life, or any old life. God wants to bless your life in ways beyond what you could ever imagine. God wants to do something for you that you cannot possibly imagine. The blessings of God are for those that purpose in their heart to serve God. His blessings will come in ways that you can never dream. God wants to do something for your life, however old you are, however young you are. He wants to warm your heart with hope and faith and courage and blessings when we determine in our hearts to serve him. But notice the next verse, verse 20. In all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians, astrologers in his realm. The wisdom that God will give you as his child, the blessing that God will put on your life is ten times greater than those around you. Now this verse is great. Verse 21. Thus Daniel continued until the 
first year of Darius. Nations rise and fall, but Daniel continues. Nebuchadnezzar is on his throne and he dies. Then arises evil Murdoch, next king, he dies. Then comes Nabonidus, he goes. Then comes Belshazzar, he goes. The kings of Babylon rise and fall. But Daniel goes into that empire at 17. He lives in the Babylonian empire for over 70 years. He dies in his late 80s when the Medes and Persians rule. But through all those empires, kings come and go, but Daniel continues. Nation rises and falls, but Daniel continues. Daniel chapter 1 begins with a great defeat for the true God. It begins with Babylon being t- overthrowing Jerusalem and Jerusalem going into captivity. But it ends with a great victory for the true God. A glorious victory for the true God. Because Daniel, for over 70 years, is a shining light in Babylon. Who rules Babylon when King Nebuchadnezzar is eating grass like an oxen for seven years? I believe Daniel did. Who is put as one of the leading rulers of Darius' kingdom? Daniel 6, Daniel is. Daniel is a man of sterling integrity who cannot be bought or sold. There's a wonderful passage. It goes like this. The greatest want of the world is the want of men or women who cannot be bought or sold, whose conscience is as true to duty as the needle is to the pole, who will stand for the right though the heavens fall. Don't you think we need some people like that today? Even some of our politicians, I will not go there, (laughs) that have real integrity, that really can be trusted. Don't you think that we need a society today of people whose word means something, who are honest and who have integrity, who purpose in their heart to serve God? Whatever we study about the prophecies of Daniel, unless those prophecies are more than simply to fill our heads with knowledge. If prophecy is merely idle speculation to argue about, to see who's right or see who's wrong, we've missed the boat totally. The function of the book of Daniel is to help you and to help me develop a character, a character of honesty and integrity, a character in which we are led to our knees in prayer, a character in which we in our heart want more than anything else to please God. I know I want that in my life. Don't you want that in your life? Pastor Mark Finley on today's Hope Lives 365, sharing how the young prophet Daniel displayed an unshakable devotion to a just and holy God, which is what all of us need to do with our lives today. Earlier, I mentioned to you a small book that Pastor Mark wants you to have. It will help you in these uncertain times. As a matter of fact, it's called Certainty in an Uncertain World. Uh, The general unrest in our society, uh, public protests, a deadly health pandemic, uh, financial crises uh, due to failed businesses and lost jobs, uh, a sense of insecurity. It's tending to weaken our resolve to remain hopeful. But as Mark points out in the book, our hope is rooted in a God who suffers with us in our trials and difficulties. Request your copy of Certainty in an Uncertain World. It's yours in return for a gift of any amount to Hope Lives 365. You can give online or when you call us, the toll-free number is 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-4673. When you go online, hopelives365.com, just look for the title, Certainty in an Uncertain World. Again, hopelives365.com. The blessing of God comes upon those that serve. 
In a moment, Pastor Mark offers a final word on today's Hope Lives 365. As we finish up today's edition of Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Fenley closes with a final prayer of encouragement. Here's Pastor Mark. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you so much. Father, I pray thee that you'd help each of us to deep within our heart desire to please you. May the great desire of our life is to do nothing that displeases God. Send us from this place purposing in our heart to serve you, knowing that the blessing of God comes upon those that serve, that the blessing of God comes upon those that purpose in their heart to serve you. We thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365 with a word of thanks and a final plea to God to help us to honor him in everything. Remember, We can help you in your faith journey with some excellent biblical resources, and you'll find all of them at our website, hopelives365.com. Check it out today. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Next time, Pastor Mark presents Confrontation Between the Psychics and the Prophets. You're invited to join us then for another edition of Hope Lives 365.